the dragon party i'm your host brett brandis joining me as always is my co-host eric tell him your name my name's eric baby and i am just the first of many co-hosts what who else is there in our mists a new challenger as a introduce yourself now is my time to introduce myself and i am yes, miles mysterious third voice the mysterious third voice and apparently new co-host yeah dragon what? party I am being fired. Uh, Good. It was a matter of time. falling out. I've it was really messy. I've been trying for how many episodes? And it's not, like never over 60. Every, every time. Yeah. Camera. It's episode 62. I mean, ep- the episodes are kind of out the window now, right? We're, we're, we split That's everything true. up into we, segments. But we still, actually, each yeah. recording, I still am labeling as a, uh, a number. Yeah. <laughs> every segment. um I go, was that good? And Brett goes, you suck. I'm kind of trying to replace you. I hate yeah. you. And yeah. then the new recording starts. So I somehow so managed you know. to cut it out each time, but like... I keep trying to sneak it in. Like... I keep saying, help me. I do have to say, I don't know how often you check your P.O. box, but I have been writing you letters after every episode oh, saying no, you should I, get rid I, of Eric I, I, and invite I, me onto I, the podcast I, because I'm better. He, oh, he's mentioned that. He said... Well, our, we, our P.O. box, I don't know so much about that. I do check uh, the emails, by the way. So if you do send us an email, I try ah. partypodcast.gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. We Miles will get to you. Tweeting us, too. Uh, good, good plug. Good <laughs> plug, third third co-host this is why we need him as a co-host he already he already plugged the podcast i don't think you've once done that eric i don't think you've once (laughs) you're right one uh... time (laughs) (laughs) making him look terrible well making me look also live tweeting this whole thing so that's true above and beyond above and beyond damn it uh, impress us some more then, why don't you, and tell us uh, what you're going to be drinking on this one, Miles. Well, today I am drinking uh, some of my favorite local beer, which is a Carton Regular Coffee. It is an Imperial Cream Ale, uh, oh, whopping 12%. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's the I goods. highly recommend good letting stuff. this one breathe, um, mostly so you don't drink it all in five minutes. And, uh, <laughs> find yourself in a gutter. Yeah, at, with beers, because like you know, usually beers are standardized normally, and then you have a couple that are twice as much, and you're just like, yeah, I could just, I could just drink these beers, and then three in, you're just like, I need to slow down. <laughs> like, I don't know what's yes. going on here, but like, how am I this messed up? This coffee Eric, tastes like a regular beer, and it goes down very easy. Yeah. That was a more dangerous one. Well, so I was a little bit late this session because I was sleeping oh. in my hammock outside of my patio, and I was that drinking. Terrible! It was it was a d- destructively horrifying experience. <laughs> um, yeah, it's you know it's beautiful, like seventy five and sunny um, down here in Dallas. Then I was drinking uh, a uh, 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 ginger beer and whiskey, Rittenhouse Rye, which Brett turned me on oh, to. Oh yes, I love it. Rye for these kind of mixed drinks. It's, it's great for just a relaxing outside in the sun. It's solid. It's solid. 
I got a choice for you two. You'll have to name which one you want because I, I have to. I had a backup beer going for today, so of course I just celebrated my lovely thirtieth birthday. You're old and now. Over board. Crap ton of beers, uh, since of course we weren't going to get to them all. So I have a choice between a Sam Adams cold snap or a Sly Fox pill. Sly Fox is the, the local around here. Local. Sly Fox. All right, we're going local. We're sure. going Sly Fox, the yep. pills. You're Sly Fox before you become a Silver Fox. That's right. I've mentioned Plus them got, before on the pod. I've definitely had them. I got Eric over here talking about 75 degree days, so cold snap just feels a little bit out of place. I, yeah, that, I mean, that's why we got to get rid of them quick. They, they, are, they are no longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even just mentioning it being I think it makes the beer curdle. Yeah, also, they don't enjoy it. Oh, you know. and there it goes. Yeah, the beer uh, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Eric, why did you? Uh. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. My fault. See, I should have started with that one. Now I'm just yeah, no good back. Oh, damn. All right, well, while we have – we brought on Miles for, yeah, who for is a special occasion. Yeah, I know. It's not like we just popped him in for just nothing. Uh, we have a reason. We have a reason, and that is because uh, on our D&D side of things, Eric hates – we have, we also wanted to fire him from being the DM. Yeah, I – including me, theme. I hate everything about it, which is why yeah. I've been doing it weekly – in two different <laughs> campaigns, essentially, is, yeah, for the past like two dude. years, or the second campaign is weekly. Miles is in my other campaign with some of his friends, um, and that's yep. bi-weekly. So I do a weekly and a bi-weekly. So it's six, roughly Which six we could, a month. We, even though I'm not a part of that one, we could bring up that campaign as well in this mm-hmm. uh, region, this segment as well. But uh, Miles actually became the DM of our secondary campaign to run. Once a month was our agreement so far uh, mm-hmm. to give Eric a break and to let Eric play. Yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey guys, can I can I play? <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah, I w- the uh, the kind of secret thing that kind of I think will make longtime DMs uh, not want to do it anymore is burnout. Like, it's a really creative there's a lot of creative uh, effort there's a lot of work involved and just like hey sometimes you just want to relax players get burned out too you know if they, yeah exactly if too hard and doing four hour sessions twice a week it's like you know it's way too much oh Even yeah, once yeah. Week, sometimes people are like i, I just like i just can't, can't do it <laughs> yeah like exactly so it's kind of nice just having a change of play pace and i think it, it'll make you guys appreciate the main campaign more just yeah. kind of doing something else for a like, right. Have, have someone DM really poorly so that you look a lot right. better, right? Yeah, yeah that was, exactly. That was that's that's more. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is actually a roast session. That is absolutely. <laughs> yes. We're here to we're here to well, roast. It's, yeah. You gotta you gotta haze the new DM a little bit. So I I, I get it. Exactly. That's why I broke no, out the Imperial that. Cream Ale. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um yeah, I, I was excited because I got to uh, and I've done some one shots, which Miles also DM'd a one shot for us. But I kind of wanted to play a character that was like a real like campaign character, one that wasn't just like custom built for a single level, um, and uh, and just kind of play one. So I, I got to play my uh, chronology wizard uh, or chronomancy wizard. And obviously, I took the key mind feat so I could uh, mess with Miles all the time by telling him that I do, in fact, remember everything, even if I do not. 
yes. the perfect yeah. DM yeah character that ever. Right? Why like, why would you need to be the note taker when you get a feat that says yeah, you don't need? I, to? I have something on my page that just says I know it. So yes. <laughs> why don't you just tell me, DM? I just hand up my tell notes me. and says keen mind, and then the DM has to tell me everything. That's got to be one of the most annoying feats ever. <laughs> it is. Yeah. There there is a uh, we can't go into it now because there's a story reason why I really wanted it. To have this feet right off the right, bat, right. Um, but uh, yeah, we're not yeah, going to reveal. We'll reveal about what we know so far about the campaign, but nothing, nothing hidden in the depths. Even even if the viewers really want to know, they don't. They don't get you access. Can't. They don't get that. They, kind of, they don't get that. They don't get that. But yeah, why don't we, Miles? Why don't we start with you? Why Why did you want to take up this DMing role for this extra campaign? Uh, mostly because I took pity on Eric. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I, so we I, I uh, send him walls of text crying about being Yes. <laughs> I can't believe I have to DM another session. I was like, well, it's all improv anyway, so I guess I can do it. Sure. Um, it was kind of one of those like, you know, I'm either gonna be playing or like whatever. It's it's more of the same. Is yeah. that what your thought process was going in? <laughs> yes. Well, so I will say <laughs> when we were starting to, you know, our our OG playgroup. We're starting to kind of take turns playing uh, DM for one shots to give uh, everyone else a break yeah. or just to, to mix up the. I, I had the mentioned field. I ran one a while yep. back, so yeah, we all I kind of did that and one. Yep, so yep. we all were taking start, starting to take turns. Right. Yeah, and it was first of all a lot of fun, um, a good creative outlet, like Eric said, and I guess ironically, it kind of cured a little bit of burnout that I had as a player. Um, mm. As much as I enjoy doing everything like once or twice a week, I've also had a lot of other things going on in life that I'm just like, oh my God, I love D&D, but now I have to stay for four hours while I'm supposed to be planning a wedding or a honeymoon or doing something else. Uh, mm-hmm. But actually being a DM um, allowed me to just kind of put more stuff on paper, switch up the feel of D and D and what was expected of that, uh, session and, and, you know, what I could put into it and get out of it. Um, but it was a lot of fun doing the one shot and naturally just got a lot of other ideas from prepping, planning, and then players completely derailing that. And then also saying, you know what, that might actually work in a, in a different setting. So right. that is really what got the juices flowing on that. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely smart. love one shots. It allows me to play more characters, and I feel like if nothing else, I have the most like characters in my mind built, and I mm. never actually get a chance to play any of them. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're for me. Yeah, I have a bunch of characters that are like cool concepts, and then I I also just wanted to play a character, you know, like right. something that is a little more in like. Character concepts mechanically, I think, are very good for one shots, and I have a bunch of those ideas. But there's some like narrative concepts that can really only be realized over like a longer narrative. Right. And there, there's some of those that I just really want to play too. But yeah, so you started out as a uh, DMing one shot, which we can um, we can kind of maybe get into in the next segment. But it was like a level fifteen, mostly because I pushed for high level because I really want to play a high level character. And then the, the character I made was just like a uber optimized monster. 
Um, yeah, absolute that's right. delight. You did, run that, you did run that one shot. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, you did have one. And so that is, I think, pretty unusual experience of like first time DMing this like high level campaign. Fortunately, we had been level like twelve to fifteen. Right. We were for basically a long time. up there in our other campaign. Yeah. So there's yeah. a little bit, little bit of familiarity there. Um, but then you said mentioned you really liked it, and I was like, well, I've been loving these breaks. So if you want to do this, you can do this. Um, but yeah, so do you want to get into like? what you kind of chose to do for this campaign, what the yeah, process was. Yeah, out with at least, like, was it a preset campaign? Or, like, did you homebrew this whole thing? Start there. Like, what was your setting for what we were going to do? Yeah, absolutely. So, originally for the one-shot, I had planned some more aquatic and, like, pirate-based stories. However, I was in the middle of moving. Everything was in a box, and I could no longer find those notes. So I had to kind of pivot. But I always and it was had all that. Like, it was not based off of it. That was book. yeah. The the one shot was homebrewed, um, yeah. or the one shot that we wound up doing was not because I had about forty eight hours to plan it because I could not find my notes any longer. Got it. Classic, but the classic ideas game. that I had there. That's a veteran. Yeah. That's a veteran DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, having idea go like. Uh, uh, it's all out the door. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna do DM that. like boats with goblins. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> goblins just falling like, from yeah, the mast. Yep, we got there, boys. Um, yeah, so I, I had a lot of those ideas still in my head, and I wanted to sort of run with them. So I looked for a. Um, a campaign that was already built out. So we wound up going with um, the Ghost of Salt Marsh, and cool. partly because it was some aquatic based adventures uh, that I wanted to continue doing, which the more I look into it, underwater combat and adventures is a nightmare. It is, a but we're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you purchase the books for it or anything? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So I got uh, Salt Marsh, a lot of the. I did. I did purchase Salt Marsh and some of the supplemental material. But I, I love the text message you sent me. Like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm printing out like 450 pages of PDF. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you yes. used your resources, aka Eric, that <laughs> might at work. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Salt Marsh. Yeah, fair enough. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's fine. No, no, well, it's it's all it's all mild, but like the way it's it's funny, just like the way people go back. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't uh, retain information that I read like digitally as well as I do on paper, yeah. and especially like going back and having to reference it is a lot more difficult. And I can make notes and, and do whatever I need to. It, um, it saves a lot of screen space. Like it, like yeah. we play yeah, remote, and having everything's on paper, paper is is legitimately a good way to organize things because it yeah. saves. Yeah. Space. So, for example, with this last couple of sessions that we did, we're doing a basically a, a classic dungeon crawl and it is a it is massive it's massive built out. you can tell that it's like a pre-made i can tell like for, so far in the campaign because yeah. of this dungeon like holy crap is this thing yes built. yeah it there is like, are it is like wild how specific this thing is there are over 50 individual rooms and spaces that all <laughs> interact you know off screen, basically. Yeah. I, I think we've revealed about thirty oh, percent of the space. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It, it feels like no matter and, how many choices we make, it's like okay, we're gonna see like yeah, yeah. So maybe <laughs> having that 
on paper was so much easier to flip back and forth than between like clicking all the different links and like saving the screen space and also making notes of like, okay, these people are here. They've heard this happen. You know, yeah. you guys tried to kidnap some hatchlings, but you didn't. Uh, whoa, so, whoa, whoa. No, I was. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> the I, was, I was saying, hey, they know where the people are. Let's just put them in the hallway and see which way. I was trying to air bud the situation. Like, using, <laughs> the ha- using the babies, they'll crawl in one direction. It worked. And to and your credit, yes, that. absolutely worked. Yes. Yep. Yep. Or, and also, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a trick to let me let the dm decide which way we go <laughs> yes. just to be like i'm just gonna do this it is like it's not reasonable quote unquote because no one would ever be like here's a baby and then just stand back and see what happens. <laughs> um let's see like, if it no chooses one, no mom listen, most of my decisions are very questionable at best yeah, yes really i not doing i've loved playing just a, a chaotic mess of a character <laughs> I like. I feel like we, for some reason, as a party, I think we started out being like sort of clever, and have since devolved into just idiots. Like we are as stupid a group as possible. Somehow. Yes. Yeah. We have uh, <laughs> uh, fallen into our roles where uh, there there are a couple straight men, there are a couple uh, like comedic bozos. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely much. I, it's kind of funny because I think. Like in the background, I'm like being more serious, right? right well, I think right. I kind of know. It's, I think I I'm retaining the information that's important, but like I'm like I only get to play once a month, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make this. Deal we're gonna we're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. We were just gonna make some dumb I, choices. I love the bits where I was just leaving, or we were just leaving notes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that that that's yes, that trend, was... that that. It became hilarious when we started to yeah. try and leave notes for our followers to, to lead them astray. <laughs> Just literally, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyone who's pursuing us. Have Brett, any kind of effect. Brett playing another person's character who wasn't there was like, ooh, I'm going to use, like, very cleverly, was like, I'm going to use Minor Illusion to, like, create, um, or, like, use a spell to create the impression of footsteps going away. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I can make that clever idea not work. Yeah, then, yeah, right, basically. <laughs> so basically just ruined the idea. Just ruined the idea. And I was just like, oh, I'll also leave a note <laughs> saying that guess we'll leave. Just the dumbest decision I've ever seen. I mean, it was hilarious, but I'm like, why? I know. <laughs> Did so this really funny. clever thing, tricky, and then all of a sudden goes like, yeah, we went that way. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is also this is totally gonna work. Yeah, okay, yeah. We we went this way. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm, I have a negative one, or do I have a? I think I no. I I might have a zero to wisdom, but which is means I should be reasonable. Um, should be. But, you know, you know, should, should be. be. Yeah, should be. And again, like yeah, it's uh, that's one of the things about playing a character um, that you want to be like being smart usually goes along with being like logical and like orderly and not as funny. So it could be a little bit. We definitely went for the comedy acts. We're not really great at the whole social situations in general. It is hilarious that we managed to build a party with no one charisma based. Oh my gosh. We are bad. It it was so bad. We rolled like max an eight. Which as a DM's gotta be like the weirdest experience. Because it's like you know we're gonna fail at everything. So there's almost no reason to even have a struggle. But that's like 
that's like 75% of checks a lot of times. It's either like, <laughs> like yeah. okay, if you don't, pers- like, they don't like you. You're in their yeah, space. Yeah, right. They we do are, not we like you. We're doing the wrong thing here. We're the aggressor. Like, they have no reason to like you. And no matter what you say, it still should come down to a persuasion or deception check. Yeah, whether you're lying and or telling the truth, it doesn't matter. Like, they have to somehow like what it's you're like, saying. Because that's yes. what D&D is. And then it's like, okay, uh, should you do it or you do it? It's like, I have a zero. I have a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I also have a zero. <laughs> I know, yeah. You Like, the best in our party is a zero persuasion. <laughs> and we're just like... As good as we got it. It's as good okay. as we got it. And we're level four, so it's not like, oh, but I have proficiency. Right, yeah. So now I have a plus four. It's like max plus two on any of these things. And it's it's hilarious. And also, we just roll bad. It's not right. like we yeah, did all you, this stuff you, and it's like, oh, well, we have rolled a natural 18. Right. So I think we have 17. Like, okay, we're level four. Like, yeah, anything like, level 12 should be kind of a success. And it's just like six, five, <laughs> three, seven. But we're getting no help from it. We're like, ah, I guess we'll have, we, we got to kill you now. <laughs> And I'm even sitting there, like, trying to cast my uh, guidance on people. The D4s haven't even mattered. Like, I we're know. Not they have there. not made a sing- Yeah. And it- so, obviously, it's a lower level campaign right now. So, the checks are still pretty low, relatively yeah. speaking. And yeah, you wonder D4, no modifiers. Like, it-, it was all... Like, I was going through this, like, when I was prepping for the session... I was looking at all the checks and I realized, okay, you have to convince a lot of people, lizard folk, a lot of lizard folk of a lot of different things. And your story is probably going to change depending on the room Each that time. you're in. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I was like, I have to lower this even farther. And then as we were in the session, I was like, I like just get a 10. Go far enough. <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah, just give me sure. a 10. We'll be good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, um, yeah, and that, that's kind of the that's kind of the funny thing about party cop too, where like if you're going into a blind and you don't know all of our characters, like it's perfectly conceivable that somebody is like a bard as like a plus four to career, uh, persuasion, and then they put expertise in that. Now they have a plus eight at level four versus like us with a plus zero. Like that's the wide reaching nature of like how specialized some of the classes can be. Yeah, so like plus eight almost couldn't fail at this level. Exactly, like it, it's, it's just right. like hey, you don't let you roll a natural one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so yeah, like a twelve DC, it's just like well, hey, you know what? There's like you're, you're gonna succeed like four out of five times. Uh, yeah. But for us, we're just like okay, <laughs> and the nature, like the cascading nature of bad rolls, is like hey, man, now you're going to need to make a really good deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> and I'm like... Well, we basically... At, at, uh, the party comp, as it sits, we started off... Uh, and everyone's kind of joined in at different parts of this campaign already. It's been pretty odd because we started it at a clunky time and had to, like, add pieces into this campaign, uh, as it were. So they started with just a little crew on a ship, which was, what, you, Eric, as the chronological wizard... Yeah, you had Michael, who is a fighter. Mm-hmm. Was he just a right. champion? I don't he's know. He's a champion he fighter. Yeah, champion fighter. That's right. And classic. then you had um, Pat, who is a blood hunter. Yeah, I don't know what subclass he is. Oh, I didn't blood even know hunter. blood hunters. Yeah, I, I don't know much about blood hunters. They're, they're obviously pretty homebrew. Do you know what uh, subclass he is, Miles? Yes, he is the Order of the Ghost Slayer. Uh, uh, and I'll, I'll be honest. Really cool, 
Yeah, I'm not terribly familiar with Bloodhunter, so I've had to yeah, I have no really idea. read up oh, a lot on that. I, actually, what I know more about his character is that he's the uh, snake. He's a Yuan T. He's Yuan T. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he yep. actually plays that up more than than most other things about his character, but more than his Bloodhunterness right now. He plays up the fact of his race that he's a snake because it's different. And, um, and we've been interacting with uh, various aquatic with races and and with lizard people and marrows and. I don't know how I, I like didn't want it to be this way, but this is kind of I kind of role played myself into a corner here. Where I kind of <laughs> knew that like lizard folk spoke draconic, and I'd also speak draconic. And then uh, Pat's characters want to use like what? Oh, just just because they're lizard folk, they speak draconic. <laughs> and then like it's just it's just funny to be like oh okay, like okay let's bet you know. And then it goes like it kind of came off as a little racist. <laughs> like yeah. no microaggressively racist. I was like, and like, I, since it's kind of like metagaming that I had to back up roleplay wise. But it worked uh, out. But it worked out. It was funny. <laughs> it, it became. It was funny. funny. It became funny. Yeah. We 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 spun it up the right way. <laughs> Where I was like, like if this was just a bunch of strangers, that might come off bad. Right. But yeah. It, it was yeah, fun. but you guys basically had a whole episode to yourselves of just that core three on the boat. You guys had a yes. whole episode where you like crashed off the coast. Yep. Uh, you guys yes. fought like some crazy beasts out there. Crashed off the coast. Yeah, we I kind uh, of entered. In the, oh, go ahead. Yeah, so we we were you know going to Salt Marsh. We all had our own motivations uh, for going, um, for for getting there. And our boat was attacked by a bunch of marrow, where like kind of like basically like merfolk people, um, shipwrecks, and what I'm assuming is a scripted scripted loss. And then we get saved by this like this like deity of I. I who we don't really know who he is. Excuse me. Um, and through like my backstory, I am getting like information from some uh, from like my spell book essentially. And I got uh, notes saying like, "Oh, like just find out more information about him, essentially." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Got it." <laughs> um, and we essentially. Uh, uh, found ourselves on the shores of Salt Marsh, and we were saved, essentially like scavenged by your character, Brett. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So I had found them. We'll we'll try and progress through most of the storyline, uh, just to kind of get to the characters of the campaign. Just yeah, explain that, and then my yeah, my character kind of picked them up. Uh, I'm playing a ranger cleric mix. Uh, we had no natural healers that I heard about, so I wanted to have at least the ability. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Someone goes down. The yeah. primary healer. So I, I threw it in the mix. I really, I kind of wanted to be a ranger for this campaign. I thought, I think that they're an underrepresented class that I thought could be pretty fun to, to play as. Uh, so I, I kind of started my character out as a cleric, who then fought all his wars as a cleric. So I'm a war cleric, which is really fun actually to have as a uh, secondary. I know Eric threw it into one of his uh, classes. On one yeah, of my classes my druid class. Oh, okay, yeah, and, and it's, it's a really cool one to uh, multi class into for sure. It's, it's it works really oh, yeah. well with a lot of things. Uh, and then, but my my idea is to train as a ranger going forward. So I'm like here being a newbie ranger. Like I'm done with my cleric ways of war. Uh, I want to be a ranger now. 
I've thrown most of that backstory out the window because, like, I don't know, just interacting with our crew is hilarious and different. So <laughs> yeah. as we figure it out and, and fumble we, through everything. We haven't really gotten into much of the backstory. And that, that's kind of a function of not playing super I, I want to say consistently because we are consistently playing yeah like it is it, it, we're only playing once a month backstories yeah. can't yeah. progress as well right i have like a whole backstory of my character of like i fought in the war of the seasons i called it because i'm a winter eladrin so mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really old as an elf i'm like i'm like 250 years old or something like that and then at the beginning yeah. we made fun of my age a lot which is hilarious yeah <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> yeah, yes <laughs> just call you perhaps and you're the really old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had a whole scene after that, after I kind of rescued them in, in the town of Salt Marsh, kind of gathering resources, gathering intel, figuring out what we're, the plan is, what the we're going to do. So we're basically got uh, a plan to help out this town by dealing with this crisis they have, but like, as a, basically a race war of them between them and Blizzard folk that are. Yeah. So, well, 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 you don't know that yet. <laughs> yeah. There no, is there is a provocateur in the in the midst of the party trying to really accelerate yes. that I, idea. Whoa! <laughs> we all got it in our heads, and we keep pushing must this be. race war agenda. Who knows? Who knows <laughs> who it is? I mean, but also you have to think the setup for this town was also very like racial in nature. You had like the town was divided. Based but, off of, yeah, like, the dwarves side, people, yeah, like, the non-dwarf side. There are people like, oh, the lizard folk are doing this, yeah. and then <laughs> yeah, and then the the dwarves were like, they have all the money, and or, or we have all the money. They don't. And the other side was like, no, we're better off. <laughs> yeah, they're so we're it's nature versus nurture. Who, who <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> it's so, a fun premise where it's like nothing's clear. We have no idea what's really going on. Yeah. Nothing so the. Yeah, we're getting, I, we're, getting get, we're getting some we're getting some feelings because there's there's a lot of people at play. Like we learned more about the the marrow and and like how they were essentially like they attacked the human or not the human, but like the the land dwellers because the land dwellers were essentially imposing on their um uh on their land. And there's this other group of. Uh, called like the sow uh, the sowvins or something sowagins sowagins yep um and they're involved somehow so in since the Mario are acting up like ooh, may, maybe the sowagins are the one encroaching on their um, on their turf and oh the lizard folk are gathering arms the townsfolk think they're going to townsfolk being nervous that they're selling it but now we've seen them like preparing and fighting against this like fish like person uh like effigy so are they actually accrue like just trying to accumulate arms to fight off these people so it's 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 like act we've kind of actually accidentally made a joke about like what's actually going on yeah right. <laughs> basically yeah we were captured by a bunch of bullywogs and i was like hey you've got shit spears <laughs> and we're gonna go figure out, like hey you let it you lead us to where the lizard folk are we'll give you their weapons and you don't murder us <laughs> and then I proceeded, and, and when we were home free, I gave them a uh, a like uh, I get, I put an illusion fake on a dagger yeah, to be like, a, hey, a fake knife. <laughs> and the only reason I had to do that was because 
Your character, Brett, couldn't keep his grubby little hands to himself. <laughs> we were home free, and then you're like, I'm just going to steal this treasure. What's in this chest? Open this chest real quick. Yeah. I was too curious at the time, and yeah. they caught me. Yeah. So um, it, it's honestly been uh, really lovely being just being uh, a player again. Like not, <laughs> not knowing anything, not having to prepare, just going and be like, ooh, I wonder what's going on. <laughs> and. And it is a, it's just a different experience, DMing and playing. And like, yeah. they're, they're both fun. And I do, if I had to pick one forever, I'd rather DM than be a player. But sure. it is just fun to just be like, actually you know, play. Put off, like, take off the mantle of responsibility and give it to somebody else. That's fair. And then lastly, uh, to fit, wrap up our campaign uh, introduction, of course, as we were marching on to the first dungeon, we ran into a third member, or a fourth, fifth. How many? We got five now. We got five. five. We got five now. We got five. Yeah, our fifth member yep. of our party, who is one of my friends uh, that has been looking for a D and D outlet as well, as he is, is a also DM for DM. another campaign. Yeah, but his campaign's yeah. wrapping up. Uh, they started in 2020, and it's finally wrapping up. They're all deciding like they're done with it, which makes sense. It's fair, and because uh, it was just a group of people that had you know no business playing D and D, and. and mm. They're all kind of over it at this point, but he really wants more D&D to play. And I said, yeah, come on and join us for this one. It's only once a month, but it's something for you. And so yeah. he's in. So I, I begged him to play a charisma-based character. So he's <laughs> like, <laughs> please, you got I, it. I was like, I don't care what you do, but it has to be charisma-based. So he is playing a, a hair and gun, a rapid folk uh, warlock. Uh, playing We're the good. path of the genie, the fi- fire genie. A warlock, so he'll be casting some fireballs, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll groom him into the face of the campaign so that we don't uh, die in every social situation yeah. ever. I know, and and hopefully he does because I suffer from not playing a high charisma class, but I myself love to interact with NPCs. Right. So so I'm they're like yeah. Yeah, Eric, why don't you make a persuasion check? I'm like, well, hold on. I know I was one talking. Well, back up here. Back well, up. I'm just going to look on, at... Hold on, what about this I'm just, guy? I'm just going to look at tempo real quick <laughs> and then be like... What about this guy behind me, though? Shouldn't we, ask, shouldn't we ask what his opinion is on... Oh, is, is, is that a Paragon? Wild. <laughs> this is wild, dude. We should, we, should, we should ask him what he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and now we're stuck in a big old dungeon crawl, and it's been uh, fantastic. So yeah, the new you sub know. campaign head, headed up by Miles. Yeah, you guys uh, are are just getting into the the thick of it with uh, the story. So yep, the story just, is mostly homebrewed. It's it's like the the overarching structure of it, I suppose, is from you know the the text of Ghost of Saltmarsh. But most of it yeah. uh, is is homebrewed, and then of course everything's improvised. I mean, it's D and D, so yeah. But I think that's but, a good kind of a segue into our next session, which yeah, is asking Miles about his of, uh, first our experience. First, uh, introducing our campaign next time, we will we'll delve into just being a DM in general from from Miles's point of view and getting more into the, in the weeds on that. So mm-hmm. with that, party, ah, party, ah.